Life is precious, and we all have the opportunity of living it to the fullest. Unfortunately, so few of us know how to manage it all. How do we account for our opportunities? How do we account for our time? How do we account for our relationships, health, spirituality, homes, finances, influence, and careers? How do we account for the one life we have to live? I am so glad you asked. In this program, you will find answers to all of these questions and more. Welcome to the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. What's happening and welcome back. What an awesome and incredible day to be alive in this month of December. Oh, oh my goodness. Like, wow, today is Christmas. Today is Christmas. Today is Christmas. Well, Merry Christmas to you. Um, just excited to be alive and just thankful. Thankful that God has been good to me. God has been good to you if you're listening and watching. God has been good to my family, man. I'm just thankful today. So today, this is a leadership. We're going to be talking about leadership. Um, the, le the biggest leadership mistake I could have said made by me, numero uno, but made by small businesses. And the root word here we want to look at is small business. Small business. The reason why it's small business is why there's leadership that has to happen. The reason why I was so small for so long is because of this mistake that I made. And I'm going to share that mistake with you. But let's, you know, before we get into the mistake, because we know it's a leadership mistake. I want you to think, what kind of leadership mistake? What's one of the biggest leadership mistakes that you've made, right? Think about what leadership is. You know, what's what, what, what's a huge mistake that you've made in general? Maybe it's not leadership. Maybe it's something else. Think about a mistake that you made and you would want to, you know, make a, you know, make a wrong or right. And man, there's so many mistakes that we could talk about, man. Um, thinking too small was probably the biggest mistake that I've made in my life thinking too small. And I'm going to give you a story. I'm sharing this with my son um, uh, just, just shortly ago. And what I said to him, I said, I said, man, I knew what I wanted in life. When I realized that I was not going to be a doctor, I wasn't going to be, I said, you know what? I'm not going to be a doctor. And I was, you know, I was talking to my mom and we were, we was um, looking at classes for me to take my senior year of high school. You know, whatever basic class, I probably only had four classes the whole year, but I needed I needed another elective. And we looking in the book and she says, oh, this one right here, this this one called accounting. You should take this accounting class. I was like, what is that? She says that this, that this, that. And the third, she explained whatever she said. She didn't even know what it was. She, I mean, she probably knew what it was, but not really. And she says, that's what that is. And oh, I said, well, I'm like, eh. You know, you know how you, you know how your kids go. And I said, well, what can accountants do? And is there any sort like, is there like, how how far can you go? Oh, you can become certified. You can become a CPA or certified public account. Oh, that's what I'm gonna do then. They said it's hard. Oh, I'm going for it. So one of the things I did was I like, I'm 17. No, actually, I'm 16. Because I didn't turn 17 until October. So this is in August of 1988. I'm 17 years old and I pointed. I says, I'm going there. I'm going. I'm going to CPA land. So I skipped over the fact. I skipped over the fact that I know I had to get a degree. 
But I said, I'm going to be a CPA. And so I started going. Talking about thinking too small here. I wish my mom would have said, all right, well, what else you want to do? What else you want to do in life? I wish somebody would have pulled me to the side. So, yeah, you're going to go to college. You want to do this. But what else? Where do you really want to go? What do you really want to accomplish? Imagine if somebody would ask me that question. Then they, they could have said, man, you're thinking too small. You're only thinking about yourself. Yeah, you need things. You need that stuff. But what's so big that even that will be you? You'll get that. Plus, you'll get so many other things. I didn't do it because here's proof that I was thinking too small. It's what year was that? That was the year 2000. No, I'm sorry. I'm tripping 2000. It was 1999. I passed the test. I passed the test October, November of 1999. I didn't get the results. I don't think I got the results until February, maybe February of 2000. So I get the results. I'm at work. I come back like when I came into work, I'm telling them everybody and they sent out an email. Jay passed the CPA exam. Nothing happened. I didn't make any more money. Now, I had a good job at the time, making about $75,000 a year. And so I had a good job. I already got that. At least back then, $75,000 was a lot. That was it. And then I didn't have anything else to go for. And I just kind of like hung around. So if I'm thinking about mistakes, that thinking too small, man, if we wasn't doing leadership, that would be, that definitely could be one of the biggest mistakes made by a lot of business owners, small businesses thinking too small. Because really at the end of the day, a business is made up of the ideas of the person who starts it, the founder, CEO, the one, the one who maybe cast in vision. So that's a huge mistake. So this leadership thing is interesting because I've got friends that do leadership stuff. And I didn't understand like leadership is interesting. Like John Maxwell's a leadership, he like he's the foremost expert in leadership development. And I and I've got a bunch of his books. And you know, a good friend of mine, Jamie Pottinger, he does leadership um stuff and Robert Kennedy does leadership stuff. And like at one point I'm like, what is leadership? Like what are you teaching people? What are you really teaching people when it comes to leadership? And so there's a lot of skills inside of leadership. And I'm gonna tell you this one skill that I'm gonna share with you guys today, one that I didn't I I'm still working on like I didn't master this skill. That's why I know it's the biggest mistake because it really keeps it keeps a small business small and it stays small or it stays even tinier than small. Like how, how can it get smaller than small? It's tiny. So and I used to wonder, like, what are they teaching people for real? Until I realized that once you like when you go into a field, you still have to teach a skill. There still has to be something skill like Robert. I think Robert. I know he teaches a lot of people how to get confidence on camera and, and different stuff like that. He does other stuff too because he's that like that good. And then Jamie, you know, Jamie, Jamie teaches people, you know, um, because you know, he's got the book The Face of Leadership, and he's teaching people how to work on team, like really teamwork, how people can team up and you know, and how people that work in these large companies can can manage well. I know he teaches that way. And I didn't understand it. But I was reading, I was reading in the Bible, in the scripture, I'm going to pull it up so that we can read it together. 
And I know you, I know you want to see it. So we're going to read it together. Uh, found in Exodus chapter 18, I believe. Exodus chapter 18. Let's see. All right, cool. We got Exodus chapter 18. We're going to start at chapter um, verse number 17. I'm, I'm reading from Bible Gateway today. Look at all my ads. But anyway, so we got, then Jethro said, let's make it bigger here. How about that? It says, then Jethro said, you are not doing this right, Moses. You will wear yourself out and these people as well. This is too much for you to do alone. So Jethro automatically saw that, that Moses was working too hard on the thing. He was doing too much of the work. So you got to have people. Think about this. As a small business owner, you need people who are willing to tell you the truth. And Jethro, his father-in-law was like, bro, you are tripping. That's not how you do it. Verse 19, he says, now let me give you some good advice and God will be with you. So Jethro, wait a second. Jethro didn't say, I'm going to give you some advice. He said, I'm going to give you some good advice. You know what? Let's back up. How in the heck Jethro knows this about what Moses needs? Like, how does Jethro even know this? There's no context about how Jethro, you know, managed as many people as Moses was going to have to manage. But I bet you, I bet you, I bet you somewhere in the story, Jethro was a, a great manager. So here it is. He, he said, I'm going to give you some good advice and God will be with you. It is right for you to represent the people before God and bring their disputes to him. So he's saying, yes, go do that. Here's the thing he said in verse 20. You should teach them God's commands and explain to them how they should live and what they should do. But in addition, you should choose some capable men and appoint them as leaders of the people. Leaders of thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. They must be God-fearing men who can be trusted and who cannot be bribed. Wait, Jethro is giving him some good advice. He's saying, look, you need people on your team that can that can basically handle the people because you are the representative of God. They're going to handle the people. And then he goes into verse 22. Let them serve as judges for the people on permanent basis. So they're going to handle the people. They can bring all the difficult cases to you, but they themselves can decide all the all the smaller cases. So all the difficulties will come to Moses. That will make it easier for you as they share your burden. Lastly, in verse 23, if you do this, as God commands, you will not wear yourself out and all these people can go home with their disputes settles. I like what he says. If you do this as God commands. What is he talking about as God commands? See, because did God command Jethro or did God command that Moses break this up like this? Well, he's using Jethro to tell him. So Moses had to have wisdom to understand that just Jethro might be busting my balls right now. Yeah, I, I, man, we still love that. Jethro might be busting my balls, but he's giving me good advice. He's telling me actually what I need to do in order to be a better leader. In order to be a better leader. Think about this. Leadership is interesting because we must learn the skill of delegation. Delegation. We must learn the skill of hiring, hiring the right people, knowing who to put, 
No, think about this. The the leader who's going to be over thousands, that's a different type of leader, right? Because that leader is probably the closest to Moses. The leader that's managing hundreds, that leader now probably doesn't really have much, much, much conversation with Moses because they're they're meeting with the thousands leader. And then the ones that's got 50s and the ones that's got 10. So, so, so let's just think about this. This is a leadership example of how to run an organization. You as a leader, you have the vision. You have the vision. That, that means you take the vision and then you cast the vision down to people who can help implement the vision, right? Because you have customers, right? The, the people would be considered customers. You have all these customers coming into your business and all these customers, they can't get a hold of you, even though they know that Moses, they know that you are the person that that started the thing and you probably have the best insights but here's the thing they can't get to you because they got to there's like five levels you got the you got the tens you got the 50s you got the hundreds you know you got the thousands or maybe even the ten thousands because they had a lot of people so think about think about all the customers that's coming into your business look i'm learning i'm learning see cuz a lot of times as a small business owner one of the things that we um we bump our head up against this. Well, how am I going to pay him? <laughs> how am I going to pay for that? Well, it is a period where you probably can't pay for that. So what skill? See, see, that's the thing. It's all about the skills, the skills that we work on, the skills that we work on. What are the skills that we need to work on so that so that it will be easy to hire the right people? See, and so there's going to be a period of chaos. What's the chaos? The chaos is you probably got to do a little bit more. You got to do a little bit more setup. You got to do a little bit more work because you're preparing for these people. You know, when I think about my mistakes, man, 20, maybe 22 years, January in business. Man. Having the right mentors, having coaches, having people around you to have wisdom on on things that things that can help you grow or things that can take you to the next level. Like, I mean, I'm I'm not really talking about this one, but we gotta have people. We have to have people around us that we look up to. We have like that could be another mistake. The fact that if we don't have people around us that we can take wisdom from that's probably even worse that's even worse than the delegation because if we don't have a jethro in our life if we don't have a, Je a jethro in our life then then what jethro man jethro represents wisdom he represents having um a leader that can come to you and say hey Hey, Moses, it looks like you got something going on here. But let me give you some advice. Let me share with you. He didn't say, let me share with you what I learned. He said, let me share with you what I know. That's what he said. Let me give you some good advice because he knew. He says, I know the problem that I know the problem that you're jumping into right now. And I can give you some good advice on it. And it laid it out. 
It says you should teach them. You got to teach the people God's commands, like what they, how they should live and what they should do. But you got to appoint. You got to appoint people. You got to bring people up. You got to say, hey, I want you in this position. Let me show you what you got to do. Let me let me teach you everything I know, because really, at that level, you do have to teach something. You just you can't you can't go and teach 10,000. You got to go get somebody else that can do that. And that's what and that's what Jethro taught. And he says he says they got to be God fearing. All right. So this is I think this is really important. This last part here. A person has to be God fearing. What is what does it really mean to be God fearing? Because. The way that I would interpret that is that not that I'm afraid of God, like I'm afraid of not living up to who God said that I am. So that's the fear I'm afraid of. It's like I'm having a conversation with Jenny and there's there's ideas that I know I possess and she may not possess the ideas the same way I possess them. Here's the thing, though. Even though she doesn't possess them, it doesn't stop me from being the person because I said, this is what I'm called to. This is what I have to do. If I don't do it, then then I don't live up to who God God put this in me. God put this understanding in me. God, God made me this way on purpose. I'm afraid of not living up to that. See, when we're thinking about leadership and we're thinking about business, some people would say, Jay, you know, I don't really want all of that. No, you don't. We don't have to want the same thing, but I can I can almost guarantee that we want a lot of the same things. Did you catch that? We don't have to want the same thing, but we probably want a lot of the same things. Yes, we do. That makes us the same. That makes us the same. Because, yes, the thing that I'm going towards, you may not be going directly towards my vision. But I guarantee you've got one. And when you're talking about business or ministry, family, anything that has to be led by people, these mistakes, these leadership mistakes are so important because leadership, everything rises and falls with leadership. Everything rises and falls on what leaders we have in place. Mm, this like we, 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 we can go far on that. You know, we can just look around and see that what's the biggest problem, one of the problems that we're having in, in our culture. Leadership. You get the wrong leaders in, you get the wrong people running stuff. Man, there's some proverbs on, on this, man. When, when, when it's like when the wicked are in charge, the people are like, a, the people complain. But when the righteous are in charge, the people rejoice. So that means that the God fearing leaders that are listening to this podcast, your job is to get in position. You, you've already been delegated to. God has already delegated something to you. You've got a position that you must manage. And because God's given you that position, you've got to say to yourself, man, if I don't, if I don't do this, 
If I don't do this, man, that's the death of me. I know we was talking about business somewhat, but business is life. Your life is business. How do I know that? Because God's business is people and their lives. That's that's what God's business is all about. So even though I talked about the biggest mistake, leadership mistake that small that that's made by small businesses, this is the biggest mistake just made by people in their life. That's why we're here talking about it on the Account for Life podcast because we want to grow into the people that we know we were created to be. Because when we can lead well, and this was, and, and lastly, before I let you go, when I was thinking about who I needed to become. I realized that leadership, I realized that leadership would be an area that I would need to thrive. The first, the first thing that I would need to do would be lead myself. Because if I can lead myself, if you can lead yourself, at some point, somebody's going to notice that you're leading. And you don't have to lead people to be a leader. You can lead yourself. And what happens is people show up because they see somebody strong. They see somebody doing something. They see somebody thriving. They see something that's attractive. They say, wow, this person is somebody I'd love to work with. Wow. What if I could work with them? What if I can get, what if they would delegate to me? So as leaders, our job is to create opportunities so that our businesses can thrive, our ministries can thrive, our families can thrive, and our communities can thrive. Hopefully, hopefully today as you think about leadership and you think about, you know, the vision that's on your life and you realize that God has already delegated to you, take that delegation today and see how you can make an impact, not just in business, but in people's lives, because that's the business that we're in. So guys, I appreciate you for joining me for this episode of the Account for Your Life podcast. Be sure to go to thehealthyaccountants.com where you can get, get your breakthrough now, unlock your financial potential. Um, just an amazing way to, to you know spend a few minutes with thinking about, man, prosperity and how you can benefit from that. So guys, healthyaccountants.com, get to get your breakthrough now. God bless. And I will see you on the next episode. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. We are so glad you invested this time with us. Always remember, you only have one life to live. So live it to the fullest. This has been the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. Until next time, make it a great day.